Taking it to the streets raw. That's right, bitch. Hanging in the pool, a fucking orgy going on in the pool. Gotta clean the pool. If the movie has any redeeming quality whatsoever, it's just fucking rope. Crapolet. 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 This whole story is (laughs) crapolet. Ready this time? I think we're ready, dude. Because you always got to be fucking with shit. I know. We always record. Fuck shit up and fuck it up over again. <laughs> but you know what? What? I do just, what the fuck I want, right? Just, 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 I'm running the board. You shut up. Just get the fuck on, bitch. All right, let's do it. Yep. Hey there, sucksters. Welcome to episode number 12 of your second favorite podcast, What the Suck. <laughs> this is your boy, Chris. Sitting across from me is James. What's up, peoples? Um, beloved sucksters. Yes, beloved sucksters. So, this week we are reviewing the movie The Dybbuk Box, the story of Chris Chambers. Now, I want to go into this real quick because I specifically, you know, you and I, when we're looking for a movie, we, we like scour Tubi yeah. and Prime Video and we look over multiple things and then we like just pick one. Yep. I picked this one specifically because the last Three of four movies that we've had have all been in the woods. Yep. And I'm sick of being in the goddamn woods. Oh, shit. I wanted something <laughs> a little slower, yeah. something a little more structured, maybe yep. something with an actual story. I got one out of three of those. Well, you ain't going to like next week, then. Yeah, well, well, we'll see what happens with that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this one, and the other reason, so I, I picked this one because, A, it's slower. It takes place all in a dude's apartment. Yep. It's very um, guerrilla style mockumentary type yep i think his uh, shit was written by a gorilla but that's all right yeah probably well he, he's kind of a gorilla he's kind of a meathead but i also picked it because it supposedly takes place in texas and actually it was filmed in texas so it I was, was it was filmed in texas yeah so that point evaded me yeah even even though at the very end it says he went to live with his parents in fort worth it's still well, that i got yeah no i, I saw the fort worth but i, I thought he, was, he moved into the state not no he, i think he was in dallas or something but oh well that explains uh, it and then of course according to imdb it was filmed in texas i was well, like if we got any big d listeners out there I'm not sorry don't don't say <laughs> don't send me pictures of your big d either um so in other words if this fucking blows it's your fault. It's your fault. Your your city sucks. Yeah. Um. But I want to do something local, local. So we did Texas. You know, there Texas. You it, it's slower. So I thought it would be. I, I didn't think it'd be good because of the fact that it takes place pretty much in just one location. And there you go, thinking again. I know. I you was can't like, it's, think on this podcast. I, was like, I know brother. it's gonna suck, but I thought it'd be at least a little interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh. But we'll get into that later. Yes, we will. So let's talk about the movie real quick. So. The synopsis of this movie, first of all, it was released in May 15, 2019, so it's not that old. It's fairly local. Yes, fairly, fairly or new, should I fairly say local. recent. Yes. Excuse me. After seeing viral videos of Dybbuk Box openings trending on YouTube, Texas resident Chris Chambers op- orders a Dybbuk Box from the dark web 
and opened it live on video. The results were near fatal as his condition progressively worsens and his encounters with demonic forces escalates by the day. The encounters recorded by Chris Chambers have been studied by industry professionals and proven to be accurately recorded paranormal events. Currently documented as one of the most supernatural recorded events to date. That that's the way you're reading this is just dripping with fuck you. I love it. That's awesome. So that was from IMDb, but that was the um IMDb. The IMDb. Yep. That was the synopsis written by uh, uh Maz Appeal Films, which is the company that produced it. Well Maz Appeal sounds like one of the sounds like a demon. Like Mazakin, you mean? Mazakin, Maz Appeal, Maz So <laughs> why that's relevant is because the director and writer of the movie is credited as Joseph Mazzaferro, which is where they get Maz from. Okay. Co-producer uh, is also Melissa Ann Mazzaferro. The reason that is, is, is interesting is because the character in the film, mm-hmm. Chris Chambers, is the director and screenwriter of the movie. He's credited as such, but he also goes by Joseph Mazzaferro. Oh, he does. So it's does his he? film company... His film. Oh, so he's telling. He wrote it and is telling his own story. Yes, and the the lady, the, the only other person in the film, his friend Sarah, is actually his wife, who goes by Melissa Ann Mazzaferro. Gotcha. So that being said, that's why this is it's listed as documentary. It's more of a mockumentary because yeah. it's not legit. Also, there's no Rotten Tomatoes for this at all. <laughs> I'll um, give them one if they won't. But on IMDb, out of 54 reviewers, it has a 6 out of 10. That's kind of high. 6 out of 10? That's kind of high. I don't know. People are smoking pot. That's, some, that's some low. That, they got some mighty low standards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's, that's kind of high. 6 out of 10 from 54. That's... I mean, low standard, though. In other words, it doesn't oh, take much to please no, them. No, no. They're, they're, they have very low standards. Yeah, they live in their mother's basement. You know. Okay, I wanted to bring up this idea of the divot box because it has it has gotten quite popular in recent years. Mm-hmm. There was a movie made about it called The Possession with Jeffrey Dean Morgan yep. and Modest Yahoo. Uh, that hack Zach Morris ah uh, has one in his museum of of blunders. <laughs> his his fake ass museum of blunders. Now <laughs> this all started. Way, way back in the Wayback Machine in 2003, okay? So, 2003, a business owner by the name of Kevin Manis claimed to have purchased a cabinet from a yard sale of a local attorney and began developing a backstory. Now, according to him, the, it was a Dybbuk box. Okay. Um, and a Dybbuk box is supposedly a box that holds the malicious spirit of a Dybbuk, which is a Jewish... Uh, spirit, demon, whatever. Yep. And the box has paranormal powers and responsible for bad luck and nightmares of him and, and subsequent owners. Anyway, he put it up for auction on eBay. Um, and it was bought by Jason Haxton, who is director of the Museum of Osteopathic Medicine in Kirksville, Missouri, which doesn't really... Anyway, he launched a website about it called divotbox.com. That's where the internet blew up. Oh, that's, that's where it blew up on the internet. In 2004, he sold the rights to the story to God, Hollywood. people are bored. To Hollywood, which became the possession um, and and that then, was the one with the Hasidic Jews and stuff, right? That yeah. were real hardcore and yeah. down on the guy who had it and all that stuff. Yes. That were like, don't touch it. Don't. I right. got. I remember that movie, but it's been a while. Yeah, it sucked. Uh, he <laughs> he later gave it to Zach Bagans to display in his museum. Oh, God. The 
when that's Bagan, right he did didn't he when Bagans had that very special famous live episode remember yes where where that one uh, he brought in that, that jewish priest the, the, the jewish rabbi to uh and our boy dave stooped to going on the show well i mean that, that they're all part of that same circle but nice. the um the the jewish rabbi was like you know and he was like well he he asked him you know you know a lot about the dibik whatever and then yeah. rabbi was like i don't know much other than you know I, I learned about it today um so i can come do this um, I don't know much. I don't know if it's going to work with your script, but it, it, you know it is what it is. And and yeah. and you know, the whole thing was was a debacle. And then <laughs> before he even he was going to open it that night, he didn't open it because he's all drama and, and no follow through. Well, it's in his museum now. And of course, in 2018, rapper Post Malone claimed a spate of bad luck was caused by his contact with the cabinet. I think his tattoo ink just got into his brain. Probably because there's a lot on there. Yes, there is. So. It's blown up all over the place. It's in Zach Bagan's museum. There's a movie about it. And the, the movie starts off saying exactly that, that there's people are buying these big boxes and opening them on their YouTube channels and having all this bad luck. I think I'm going to buy a shitload of candle wax and I'm going to go get some damn boxes. I'm going to just start selling them. I mean, I'm sure there are dumbasses that there will buy. I mean, obviously, because some of the, at the beginning when they were showing some of the YouTube channels that had done it, they were legit YouTube channels who had actually done that shit. Yeah. Well, so my they, property needs a fence. So maybe I can sell some Dybbuk boxes and there you get go. me a fence. Get you a fence. So the reason why, <clears throat> I mean, we all know, well, I say I say we, you and I, yeah, both know that Zach Bagans is a hack and a fraud. Well, that's what, you know, that's our opinion, of course, but yes, yes I we, stand we, by it. Yes. Um, and, you know, he he acquired the Dybbuk box from, from Haxton, who bought off eBay from the owner, Manus. Um, and so there's a big debacle or there was a big how, how to do about it because it was supposed to be the demon that was in there and it's supposed to be very dangerous and bad luck. And, and it was, really, you know, it was fucking, it was all over the place. People were like going crazy about it. Yeah. It's all bullshit. The reason it's all bullshit is, is, is multiple fold. And I'm about to get into this right now. So first of all. Stand by for an edumacation, folks. An author by the name of Brian Dunning investigated the legend and determined that the whole idea of a box being inhabited by a Dybbuk is nonsensical because according to what a Dybbuk is supposed to be in the Encyclopedia Mythica, it's a disembodied spirit possessing a living body that belongs to another soul and usually talks from that person's mouth. In 1914, there was a Yiddish play called the Dybbuk about the spirit of a dead man who possessed the living body of a woman he had loved and had to be exorcised. Nowhere, I repeat, nowhere. Nowhere, he said. In folkloric literature, is there a precedent for a Dybbuk inhabiting a box or any other inanimate object? Yeah. Okay, so Dybbuks are not the kind of spirits that can be held in inanimate objects. So they can't and, be and held in And first of all, it's not a special box. It's just a fucking box. Yes, that just has... You put some candle wax on it. That'll it's hold. candle wax. It's got uh, like jasmine. It's got like a yeah. hair and some of the dumb bullshit. So then in 2019, investigator Kenny Biddle... Review the Dybbuk box that was in Zach, Ma- Zach Bagan's uh, Museum of Crap. <laughs> His conclusion following careful investigation of the cabinet's construction and history was, quote, Despite what various owners have us think, the infamous Dybbuk box is not a haunted Jewish wine cabinet from Spain, but instead a mini bar from New York. Oh, for God's sakes. Biddle also found the exact type of mini, a mini bar on eBay and bought it. <laughs> But also wrote that he believes Manis, the original uh, seller, created the box, the, the box story from whole cloth, and that this elaborate story had started the entire legend 
was not an account of real supernatural events, but instead a fictional backstory that came up to sell an ordinary and incomplete minibar. Lovely. Biddle's claim of the box and its legend being fraudulent is backed up, backed up, by a screen capture of a Facebook post made by the originator of the legend, Kevin Manis, to the quote-unquote haunt me page. The post, dated October 24th, 2015, states, this is Manis' words, I am the original creator of the story for the Divot Box, which has appeared as one of my eBay posts back in 2003. How about this? If you or anyone else can find any reference to a Dybbuk box anywhere in history prior to my eBay post, I'll pay you $100,000 and tattoo your name on my forehead. Okay, y'all heard it, folks. No one Dig has, it up and find it, but it's got to be legit. No one has found it yet. And then, then, 2021, last year, Kevin Manis, the originator of all this from 2003, admitted to writer Charles Moss that the box was his own creation. Damn. He says, I am a creative writer. The Dybbuk box is a story that I created. The Dybbuk box story has been done exactly, has done exactly what I intended to do when I posted it 20 years ago, which is to become an interactive horror story in real time. He then said, added new elements to the Dybbuk box story over the years to help evolve it, keep it relevant and interesting. So I say all that to say that a, it's not real. Nope. That thing that, along with several other things that Bagans has in his museum. Mm-hmm. It's not haunted. There's no demon or ghost in there. You can't capture one in an object like that. He just collected some semi-famous artifacts. And it just leads me to further believe that he legitimately is our... He legitimately is the P.T. Barnum of our time. <laughs> just a pure sideshow shyster... Yep. Putting on, you know, a museum full of crap for people to come pay a ton of money to see. And he has his own TV show, which back then, which now is the equivalent of his circus back then. Yeah. So, True that. Yeah. Zach Bagans is, I will forever say he is a liar and a con artist and none of his shit should be believed at all whatsoever. But then again, yep. Most things on TV should be taken with a grain of salt anyway, because they are elaborated for fucking ratings and everything anyway. True, true. So that being said, that is all the information I have about the movie and about the uh, Dibbuk box itself. Uh, Why don't we, before we get into the review, let's remind the folks at home to go check out our Patreon. Please. Yes. www.patreon.com forward slash what the suck. We've got one level, seven bucks, and we call it the jump scare. And uh, we also have a uh, buy me a coffee. Go to buymeacoffee.com or uh-huh. actually just go to our Twitter page, look up our uh, link tree, and you can find it on there. If you don't want to do a monthly thing, you want to give us a dollar or two because um, you enjoy the show, we appreciate that. Um, you can do it there. Yep. Donate any amount you want. Money goes right back into the show. As a matter of fact, we've used some of our funds recently to purchase some more equipment that we've needed. That's right. And, you know, we're just two poor boys, you know, trying to do a show here. About about shitty, shitty movies. (laughs) All right, James, why don't we go ahead and get into the review, shall we?
It's all over social media right now, but this this isn't a new game. We've heard about this before. Yeah, it's definitely sinister. It's awful. It's scary, but it's not new. People are ordering big boxes from the web and opening them live on YouTube. Local police are warning you about a disturbing challenge spreading across social media. In fact, a team of ghost hunters say they've actually photographic proof and even audio of those ghosts. Explains how talking. even the non-believers are getting a little spooked. If you've never heard of the dark web, it's basically the black market online. This one right here really caught my eye. It definitely seems to be picking up the box or something in the box. Do you see that? Can you talk to me? So, okay, first of all, the first thing that set me off was this footage is real. So the statement that's on the screen. Yeah, I, I said, said I have the whole thing. Let me read it real quick. I just want to say real quick, the reason I chose, again, as I, as I said before, I chose it because it's a simple movie, no elaborate monster costume or crappy CGI monster like we've had before. Yeah. And it takes place in Texas, so ye fucking haul. But yes. That is the thing that bothered me off the bat is the disclaimer. And it reads as such. It's strongly suggested that you do not attempt to conjure spirits, play with black magic, or invite dark entities into your life. I had it on here. I would yeah. also not watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the encounters contained in this documentary have been studied by industry professionals and proven to be accurate recorded paranormal events. Boo. Shit. Ding, 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 ding. That's my bullshit meter. It's yeah. gone off already. Just like that bullshit meter in the movie. That's right. You'll, you'll, you'll hear about that soon. So there's a very short, very, very short intro, thank God. It doesn't go on very long at all. And the first thing I did when I saw it, when it goes, this footage is real. I said out loud to myself, I'm sitting here by myself watching mm -hmm. this movie, and I went, oh, eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> I was like, bullshit. That's, yeah, the first, that's the first red flag. It's always a red flag. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every single time. If, if they have to tell you that it's real, then it's probably not real. Yeah. Now this internet sensation. You know, first it was, let's eat Tide Pods. You know, now it's Dybbuk boxes. <laughs> well, this never actually took off as much as as uh the tide, tide pods. pods it didn't even take off as much as charlie charlie so <laughs> stupid ass game so uh uh it starts off with a bunch of news stories about people buying dip boxes online in a what's a fake challenge a dip box challenge that never actually existed nope uh and it's showing a bunch of youtube videos like with title with titles like yep. real cursed Dybbuk box gone wrong Blah. all in caps oh you know? of course and so i, I actually I, I i paused during each screenshot of the youtube video mm -hmm. and i went and i searched for that video online to see if if it was a real one or yep. something they created for the movie gotcha they're all real they're all real these are all real channels 
these videos are real. These mm-hmm. are all dumb shit they did on their dumb ass. And, and, and <laughs> some of these have millions of views because people watch dumb shit. Yeah. But they don't listen to quality stuff like our show. No, they don't, man. Fuck What's, y'all. Fuck y'all. Show. Um, and then... So then we... Uh, yeah, so uh, so the challenge is to buy a Dimmick Box, open it online on YouTube. Which I will comment at this point that they range anywhere from about 200 to about 500 bucks for a box. Oh, no, they go higher than that. And I know that. that yeah. I'm just sitting there going... Really? Yeah. And, and my issue is not only that, but yeah, the money is a big thing because it's, it's the dumbest thing you can waste your money on. Because as yeah. you mentioned before, you said you were going to, you need a defense. Yeah. So you're going to make some dipping boxes. I'm going to make and some dipping boxes because not everybody who buys this shit is going to be <laughs> listening to this. And this you know. is this is not a uh, this is not a comment on you, but I have it in my notes. Any dumb fuck can create a dipping box and claim it's her. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were going to say that one. Oh, oh man. Man. That note, but... <coughs> but yeah that that's in my notes but it's not that, it's not a comment on you funny. yeah no no i get it man that's great so then we get the, we get the chris chambers uh who's uh who's dumping some exposition i actually have a dumping some expo on us he's getting a bunch of exposition on of what, course what he's gonna do uh he says he wants to buy his debit box on the dark web which doesn't make it any more real or legitimate than buying it on ebay no fucking dumb i'm gonna buy it click click there we go. It's purchased. He's hoping that by saying the words dark web, it'll sound more like spooky or yeah. legit. What he did is he clicked on the computer, then he walked over behind the couch where the one that he put together for this movie yep. was sitting. Well, it's funny you say that because I, when he, when, he gets, when we get to that point, but I don't know if you pay attention to the box that the Dybbuk box, the, the cardboard box that came in. Did mm-hmm. you pay attention to it? No. Okay, we'll talk about that. Um are you kidding me? I was rolling my eyes too fucking much. So we're so he's scrolling through some listings where he comes upon uh, one that he says really speaks to him, and I noticed that the one that speaks to him is only two hundred fifty bucks. So it's pretty cheap compared yep. to I saw some on there on the dark quote unquote dark web that were like a thousand fifteen hundred. Again, waste of fucking money. Ugh. What do they have more? Well, they got more bling on them or something. They, they got more wax blue, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> more spunk. And, uh, so it's something interesting. I, I I don't know if you if you caught this, but I want to point it out. So. The listing, and I'm, I'm sure you saw that. He said the listing that he chose, right? Mm-hmm. He chose it because the listing says it cannot be purchased. It has to be traded. Traded, yes. He also mentions that you can't buy things on the dark web with, with actual money. You have to have cryptocurrency. Crypto. Right. Bitcoin, dark coin. It shows a bunch you. of different ones. But what does he do? He ends up buying the fucking thing anyway, not trading for it, buying, yeah. buying it, and he ends up spending $1,200 cash. Dickhead. Not Bitcoin, cash. So already we got like two fucking inconsistencies yeah. in the first like ten fucking minutes. Exactly. So you know where we're going with this fucking movie. Yep. It, it's not to. It's not meant to make you think. This is a turn off your brain movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then we get a, a black screen that says February twelfth, twenty nineteen. The package arrives. It gets there finally. In other words, I went behind the couch and I got the box that I put it in. And it's funny you say that because, again, going back to the box, he's sitting there on his couch yep. with the box, the cardboard box that was supposedly mailed to his house. But I didn't see any label. Thank you. That's exactly what Is I was that what it out. was? No label. No labels. No postage. It was just a box with some tape on it. So he <laughs> he's, he, he, he made this whole thing himself. All right, obviously. He, he, he produced it. He wrote the script. Yeah. But he didn't think enough to put these tiny details in like a fucking fake label. To legitimize. Because this supposed movie this was supposedly the footage that he took a documentary 
a documentary. You can go online, type in fake postage label, print that shit out, and then tape it on there. Details, Chris. Details. We're not going to see it because it's too far away. Yeah. But there's no postage, no nothing on there. Well. So, already, already, I'm out of the movie because... I know it's not really to begin with, but yeah. this, this this little things are like okay, this fucker he's 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 trying, but he's barely trying. Yeah. It's like it's like me in math class in high school. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a C. Just get yeah, just, just get the that, fuck out. Get C for Charlie, yeah, because any lower than that, you don't get no ice cream for dinner. You got to pass math. Hey, I get C's it. get degrees, okay? That's right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and so okay, so yeah, so he um he pulls out the box, the demon unboxing, I call it. That's that that that's what he should have called the this demon unboxing. The unboxing because there's some some fucking reason people like to watch people open shit. Yeah, there's a ton of unboxing videos that are what so popular. What the hell's wrong with you people? I don't. The only time, <laughs> the only time I like to watch unboxing videos is if I'm getting a new electronic and it hasn't come in the mail yet. But like, I need, I want to see what comes in the box. Yeah, some like, chick, some chick opening a box full of. Full Sex of like, toys and shit, or like a fucking a uh, 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 box full of candy and shit. I don't give a shit about yeah, that. Something like when I got my new iPhone, yeah. first iPhone I've ever had. Yep. I had no idea what was in the box, what came with it. Had no idea what to expect. So I watched a video on unboxing it, and that's where I learned that they that iPhones don't come with power bricks. They just oh, come with a power cord. Shit. That's it. Yep. So what I do, I had to buy one before I got it. Buy a brick. Shit like that is important. Yeah. You know, opening a Dybbuk box that's covered in, in Hellboy splooge is not important. <laughs> I mean, I think it's covered in all kinds of red wax. I don't like. know what the hell it was, but it was nasty. It was nasty. And he says, he says when he opens the box, he says it stinks. Yeah. Which they're supposed to because they're covered in like, they have like jasmine or some kind of weird scent. They got jismin on them. Jismin. Yep. <laughs> got the jizz. Got a little spunk. Somebody didn't Jismin. Rub, you know, a couple of dogs raked their ass across the top. I mean, I don't know. Probably. Uh, and so he then pulls out an old EMF meter. Yes, I call this the, oh my God, we get a ghost equipment 101 session. And I found it insulting. Yes. Of course, me and you are paranormal investigators, as we've said many times before. Right. And to watch this clown try to explain this stuff, mm-hmm. I was just like... It's pretty cringeworthy. Yeah. Like, Good For God's sake, dumbass. And then, of course, I mean, you know, he, he, he pulls it out and he pulls the EMF out and he's, he's run over the box and it's making all this noise. Speaking of noise... Yeah. <laughs> When he picks the box up, you hear the clunk inside of it. Yeah. Clunk, 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 yeah. clunk. I'm sitting there going, okay, that's either a magnet or a, an EMF generator of some sort, or perhaps a cell phone right. or something that is transmitting because, yeah, he sets it off. But then when he unboxes it, if you watch the edits, mm-hmm. they jump. Well, not just and that, but a, you know, and then there's a part where he opens the box and he opens it up, and there's a fucking what did he said there was some hair. In so there. there's some hair, a dead flower, a dead flower, and, and a, a piece of paper, and nothing with weight in it at all. Exactly. That would clunk. exactly. So I was like bullshit because whatever was in the box, that what was setting it off. Nothing would make that noise exactly. So you're yeah. right. You're right because it had like a cell phone or, or something that he used to set it off the whole time. Well, plus he was squeezing the test button. Or that. Yeah, well, that Fuck too. face yeah. was squeezing his test button. I was watching his fingers. So, yep. for effect, I get it. Yeah. Then he uses a Frank's box on it. But if it was a documentary, this should have been real. Well, even what documentaries fuck, do dude? dumb shit like that, too. I mean, Holy look, goddamn. Look, look at Ghost Adventures. You know, look, <laughs> look at Ghost Hunters. Look, look at the infamous uh, uh, Jacket Pool event. I mean, that, yeah. was, that was a quote-unquote documentary live. Grant. Yeah. Love you, man, but shit. Yeah, he, they, they got fucked on that one. So, well, you know, it's producers. 
Well, it's it's everybody. It's yeah. it's the stars too. They want to get we keep their ratings up. We need something spectacular here to happen. I mean, at, at that point, they have enough pull. They could say no, we're not going to do it, but they do it anyway because yeah. you know they want to keep their ratings up. And 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 ghost hunting is really boring as shit. Mm-hmm. And you do a live ep- you do, oh god, you do yeah. a live show. You have to have some sort of excitement, mm-hmm. which is why Zach Bagans always it's like takes watching us. golf. You yeah. watch it on TV, you're like, Pfft. yeah. It's but boring. if you go play it, it's actually quite entertaining. It's I a lot hate of fun. golf, and ghost hunting is boring as shit in real life too. <laughs> so let's just put that out there right now. It's boring as fuck. But you do it for the thrills. You do it for the the yeah. You do it for the you do it for the knowledge you get of a place. And you do it for the idea you might actually get something. Yeah. Well, anyway, after the jump, he removes said demon from the inside of the box or whatever well, it was. Before he does that, he uses the off. Frank box on it. That's true. And he gets a response that says, yes. Oh, that thing looked like a mixer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He kept yes. saying, it looks like a fucking cake dough mixer yeah. or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> he said, is there a demon? And it says, yeah. Yes. Fuck off. Actually, he goes, I wrote, I wrote. He's, oh, oh, that said yes. Oh. This, that, and the other. Oh. He's like, you there, bro? Are you there, bro? Yeah, exactly. Um, and, but you're right. Then he opens the box. Um, and that's and then when he opens it, the... Um, and oh, I put oh, on oh, here... Wait, wait. And I put on here... Yep. I said, naturally, Whitey got to open the box. But I uh, said, nice job, yeah. cock smoker. Yes. <laughs> I mean, of course he's going to open the box. That, that, that's why people do. We're well, dumb. you got to open the fucking box. There is no but, movie. I'm sorry. How <laughs> how hard did did you laugh? Because I laughed pretty fucking hard. I laughed pretty fucking hard when before he opens it. Okay, he puts on some latex gloves because yes. he saw a YouTuber who says that you do so in case of demonic transfer and opening the box. Yep. I about shit myself from laughing because that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. As if demons can't cross through fucking latex. My notes in here say. <coughs> my notes in here say ooh new anti-demon rubber gloves <laughs> I was like you gotta be fucking kidding me uh, yeah so I'm assuming this demon like, has a latex allergy yeah so he never he never like got never can't go near latex yep, I but it, I'm sorry that was the dumbest uh, fucking thing God, I'd ever seen in my so goddamn stupid. life it's so stupid gloves? and then when he opens it up and he pulls the card out and says there's a card here I said yeah the card translate sucker yeah that's what i was like <laughs> says no refunds yeah 1200 dollars. <laughs> yeah so he opens up the fmf stops, stops beeping of course because effect um um now what i also put in my notes is so at this point you're watching it he, he's in front he's on his couch right mm-hmm. he opens a box if you look behind him you see two doorways yep you see a doorway to his to his left our right and the one behind him they're both out of focus yeah what would have been really fucking cool and amped up the movie is if some point after he opened it, after the EMF stopped, you see a shadow. Something. Like a quick glimpse of a shadow. Something. Or the one behind him, he, he's constantly moving his head. And at some point, if he moves his head and just by the door frame, out of focus, real quick, you see like the shape of something, like a person so, or something. If you're going to, yeah. But that would have been so fucking cool. Yeah, but we're getting Zozo'd here. So We are getting Zozo'd here, yeah. And, and But the thing is, when he gets in there, he says, oh, the contents are warm. He says everything inside the box was warm. Because you know, the fucking... Putting off heat. The demon, I said, well, that's that demon, man. You know, thank God you got those anti-demon gloves on, <laughs> dick munch, or else yeah, you might be in trouble. Because the demon hot bo- I mean, um, Dutch oven that shit and farted on the way out. That's why it's warm. <laughs> so he starts pulling the shit out. It's like I said, it's the hair, the, the, hair, the flower piece of paper with Hebrew on it. Um, and when, he, when he's talking about the paper, his lamp flickers, which 
all all of the the effects of the spirit in this movie are fucking not scary at all. All I picture is some jack some jackholes off screen pulling plugs out, fucking with or shit. Or it has like a like a remote for the like light fish, bulb. Fish fish wire, you know. Or it could be like a like a smart LED bulb and you yep. just hitting the hitting the fucking remote. Yeah. What I really love is if, if if they weren't that smart and didn't think that far ahead and thought, you know what we can just do? We can we can plug the plant the lamp into a clapper. I'll be in another room and I'll just keep going. <laughs> There's a demon clapping, and he just and, and then later on they have to remove the clapping from the audio, <laughs> but all I get, in the background he's just like fucking. Uh, at uh, least that'll make that'll put some entertainment. That'd be great for like it. the uh, behind the scenes shit. Yeah, and then he walks away. I think he's wandering around the apartment to go check something, and he comes back and all the shits out of the box and sitting yeah. on the table. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ooh, everything's out of the box. I said, yeah, no human being could have possibly done that. Nope, nope, no you human. Know, no, no, hell no. So then he leaves again, and he hears another noise, comes back, and all the shits back in the box. Yep. Um, and then uh, and that's it. And then later that night, he does the spirit box again. It tells him it doesn't want to talk to him. And he asks for a sign, in which case the picture next to him falls down off the that's wall. That's what I said. Inevitably, shit starts flying around the house. And he's like, oh, my God, the picture fell down. You know what? I guess I better go to bed. And he goes to fucking bed. He goes to fucking bed. <laughs> Golly gee. I think I'll, I'll just go to bed. That's peculiar. But you know There's what? There's a demon in here, but I've, I've got my anti-demon blanket. And my anti-demon gloves. And my t- anti-demon gloves. That's right. And it's 8 o'clock. I got to go to bed to be up early for my coffee in the morning. I better go to right. bed. Night, demon. Yeah. Yeah, so he goes to bed. Um, and then, uh, let's see. Uh, he goes to bed. And then while watching the camera, 3 a.m. comes. And, of course, we get activity. The box on the table moves a little bit. The lamp bulb blows. And the box falls off table, and that's it. Yep, I put in there. Demon apparently does not like IKEA lamps, <laughs> and apparently is also a water hog because he wakes up the next morning and he has no fucking hot water to take a shower. Yes, he has no hot water. His evil has sucked all the heat out of yeah. the water. Yeah, and uh, he, so I he, tell you, something else is sucking. <laughs> <laughs> so cut to him talking about the other cases. Um, oh no, cut to him. Yeah, he, oh no, no. Let me see. Hold on, hang on. No, the, the water hasn't done yet. What happened was he woke up and his thermostat was at 48 degrees. Yeah. Because the demon's a dick who's trying to raise his, le- his electric bill. <laughs> <laughs> trying to run his shit up. He, he's one of those he's, he's one of those bully demons. He's like, fucker. I'm Hopefully he's this. on that balance. What is that? Balance billing? Whatever they call it. <laughs> yeah, balance billing. So that fucking demon can't fuck Ho- with his bill. Or, or hopefully his apartment complex covers his bills. Because he's in an apartment, obviously. Yeah, I can see his Korean landlord right now. What do you do? It's fucking $85. You too much. Uh, cut to him. Uh, so he's, oh, he also said that he felt like something was touching his face that night. Um, so he's gonna get more cameras. Cut to him talking about other that's cases. The demon rubbing his dick on his face. <laughs> yeah, that's why it was cold. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up with like a fucking mushroom on his forehead. Like, Sandbag- I don't know what this is, man. Sandbagging him or some shit or teabagging. Yeah. Teaba- teabagging. There that's you go. Right. Yeah. Uh, so then cut to him again in, in front of his computer. He's talking about other cases, and he hears a noise come from the living room. Uh, the same picture that fell earlier. Falls again, and I wrote down, maybe the demon just hates your taste in art, bro. Because that picture did kind of suck. Is it just me, or did the house look like a staged apartment? Of course it did. Right? Yeah. It didn't feel lived in at all. Hell no. If It looked, it felt like... Looked it, like a little apartment model place that yeah. you go look at with very neutral shit, no yeah. real theme, just kind of But that blah. kitchen was ugly as fuck. Yeah, it was. Ugh. It looked, looked, looked like it was the original kitchen they just built around it. I like suppose. from like the fucking 90s or something. Who knows? Could have been a tool shed for all we fucking know. Yeah. Uh, so then um, then cut back to him talking, coming back from the store and his thermostat's at 120. Again, the demon is trying to raise his, his electric bill. What That's a dickhead. Right. Yeah. Uh, then his bathroom door keeps opening and closing. 
At that point, he calls his friend Sarah, asks her to come over and verify what he has seen. Then we cut to later that night at 3 a.m. The lamp on his nightstand is knocked off. Then at 4 a.m., it's thrown off the nightstand. Yep. Then we cut to him saying he hasn't got much sleep. And that's when he says he has no hot water because the demon took a six and a half hour shower. Yeah. He fucking took it to a jacuzzi night or some shit. Oh, again, and of course, we have to we have to put a name to the evil. Uh, when Sarah was actually there doing a ghost box session, they said something, I said a name, I think it was Raymond. So it, it, it asked if it knew, about, so we're, we're, we're jumping ahead, but what happened was he brought Sarah over because she had experiences as a kid and he wanted to know if the demon knew about her experiences. And she had seen uh. a shadow person when she was a kid and knew the shadow person's name turned out to be Roger. Roger. And that's the name Roger, of God. Roger. Turns out Roger was her uncle who was molesting her. Of course. I always got to have that molester uncle somewhere. Of course. And then died, uh, committed suicide when she was 10 and started haunting her ass as a shadow person. Ugh. So that's... But that's, wouldn't explain what happened. That's fun. Um, Golly gee, dude. Yeah. So then after... The, so so pretty much that's that's really the main part of it. So after that, he starts feeling like he's, he's not feeling well. I think he's becoming more and more quote unquote possessed. At one point, his bed, one corner of his bed's going up and down. Yeah, his smart bed is short circuiting. That's what I put his little smart bed. I thought it was a cool effect, though. Yeah, um, and he actually went over there and put the camera under it. Yeah, so it was cool the way he did it. Um, it didn't, it wasn't really that much though. Just the bed moving. Yeah, his ceiling fan came off. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but when it came off, there were no wires. No, there was nothing. It, it's a prop. It just dropped. Yeah, it's a, it's just somebody a prop. pulled the fish line to pull the damn, the right. pull the little. Uh, it was never connected. Yeah, which just... is why if, if you wa- if you watch the movie, <laughs> look at all the different ceiling fans. There's one in the in the kitchen for some fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Not a single one is on. Nope. Even when he comes home and the house is 120 degrees, he hasn't turned the fans on. Nope, because they're, they're props. They're not real. Uh, and 128 then, degrees, folks. 128 yeah. degrees. That is practically the temperature of hot food at a restaurant. Yeah. You couldn't sit there in an apartment that no. was that fucking hot. No, it, it, you have doors open, fans going, all kinds of shit. Uh, so then he starts acting weird. He starts acting in, in a daze, and he's getting up in the middle of the night, and he, and he gets up at one point and goes he's to his a glass, fucking dick. glass of water, and then he smashes yeah. his on his head. Yeah, I'm sitting there going, okay. And so, then he's like, he he's... um. But then towards the end, at the very end of the movie, he ends up in his bedroom at like two in the morning, staring up at the camera, just staring at it while the lamp on the floor flickers. Mm-hmm. Then his head goes back into a scream. But that was funny. I forgot to say that, but that was what? the part that I actually chuckled at. What? When he just walked up and he was sick of looking at the lamp flicker, so he just pimp slapped oh, the yeah, shit he out of pimp- it. <laughs> he just knocked it. <laughs> he just knocked it on the fucking floor because he couldn't get any sleep. Yep. Continue, good sir. Uh, uh so the, he. His head goes back in a scream. The camera cuts off, and we're told that there is no more footage from that night except for one last video he made, where it's just a one-second video saying that he doesn't feel like Chris anymore. Well, it looked like he was out of crack. He, he was definitely on drugs. He was out of meth or something because he looked depressed. Yes. Then it says that he moved into his parents' house in Fort Worth, and that's it. That's all there is. <sighs> so, what I have, what I felt about the movie was that I felt it was decent enough for what it was. Mm-hmm. A mockumentary. Yep. Um, very Blair Witch uh, Paranormal Activity. Oh, God almighty. But they, real, they... <laughs> so much more like like cheap and low-key yep. than that. Like, it's it's so much more at the bottom. Um, I thought the dude's acting was pretty suitable for what it was. Yep. He, he didn't have, have a lot to work with. He didn't need a lot to work with. Nope. But I never felt like any of his lines were forced or that he was reading them off a cue card. Yeah. 
he he did his lines very natural. His wife, not so much. She kind of yeah. sucked. Um, it's again, it's labeled as documentary, but it's clearly not. It's more of a mockumentary. Uh, I thought overall decent effort. It needed a whole bunch more chills. There were so many times yeah. when it should have been like a shadow. Like I said, because there's so many so many parts where the the his uh. His background is blurred, is mm-hmm. out of focus, so you could add shit here and there. Yep. You know, and make it a bit more scary, because, I'm sorry, a lamp flickering, a bed moving, um, and a door opening is not fucking scary. No. No. Uh, overall, that was alright. It's, it's, uh, there's no kills, there's only two characters. Yeah. There's no kills, no RTs, it's a simple story, um, it, it's one of those movies that's an hour, and actually doesn't feel like it's longer than an hour it feels like it's an hour yeah whereas some some hour long movies feel like two hours because they're fucking <laughs> there's so much story crammed into them <laughs> yeah um so i thought it was all right so i, I gave it a black turd you gave it a black gave turd a black middle turd, of the road middle huh? of the road man not, not great okay. but not sucky not not zozo sucky no okay well here's here's where here's my logic and where i come with it all right let's hear it as far as horror quality, yeah, to me this movie had zero. Yeah, I agree with that. It was all supernaturalish, mm-hmm. ghost, you know, ghost and, that. and ghost that. Like I said, it was like there was absolutely no kills, no blood effects, not even busted forehead from smashing the glass on this thing. So from a horror aspect, I gray skulled this fucker. I gave okay. it the death turn mm-hmm. because, in my opinion, if you want to watch a horror movie, this ain't a horror movie. If you want to watch a semi creepy movie, kind of doc, you know, like you said, documentary, like he was yeah, doing, documentary, yeah. If you want to do that, by all means, give it a watch. Okay. But from a horror aspect, I can't give this one a recommendation. Okay, gotcha. Because to me, this it wasn't a fucking horror movie. Okay, so you was turd. I was yeah, I'm giving it the old skull turd. But all the right. thing is, you know, I'm just I'm just being fair because, yeah. like I said, for me, you know, I've. There were worse movies we've watched than this that I gave red turds to because mm-hmm. they at least had some blood. Okay. They had some kills, even though they might have been shitty or cheesy. Mm-hmm. But that's why I give it the one and done, you know. But this, I just can't recommend it as a horror movie. No value whatsoever. Not as far as a horror movie. Okay. Exactly. I just so, keep repeating that. But that's that's I'm trying to slam that fact home. Totally understandable. I'm not telling yeah. you don't watch it, but I'm saying don't watch well, it if you want to watch. Technically, you are. If you give him a skull turd, skull turd means don't watch okay. it. Okay. So if you're looking for horror, it. exactly. So don't watch it. But but they they, they can also take it my my uh, yes, um, review and then watch it. So so since we didn't give it a double skull turd, there's a little bit. There may be a few people out there who might be want to watch it. There which is, is some fine. playroom there. But if if you lean toward more towards James's reviews or James's uh, uh, decisions, don't fucking watch it. It's a waste of your time. Yeah. Okay. That that's fair enough as it is. Yep. Cool. All Absolutely. right, man. Absolutely. So um, what do we got next week? What do we got next week? We have. Dun, 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 I think it's called dun, Lurking dun, Woods. Dun, 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 dun. That is correct. We are going to be reviewing my next pick. Okay. Called Lurking Woods. Lurking or as I call Woods. it, the Dundee Mudders. Lurking Woods. Because it's filmed in Australia. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Well, I, I'm going to apologize to our listeners ahead of time because I can just tell now that when we start the review next week, there's going to be a lot. A lot of bad Australian accents going around. So probably so, mate. They've already started. Yep. So just put another shrimp on the barbie and then be ready for it. 
because we are going to have we're going to dust off our bad australian accents and premiere uh, them right. again next episode all right guys well until next time this is chris and i will see y'all at the next suck fest and this is james and if it ain't on what the suck it ain't shit We'll